One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Why can't hear? Because they're not plugged in. Headphones are plugged in. Hello, I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Well, we'll go to that in a second, but we've just had the breaking news that City, Manchester City, have been banned from the Champions League for two seasons, and they've been fined £24.9 million after being found to have committed serious breaches of the UEFA club licensing and financial fair play regulations. Ah, there was something wafting in the footballing air this week. It was the smell of love, as Valentine's Day came and went. And I don't mean the kind of love that Alison Becker was showing off a few months back in that homemade video. No clean sheets that night, I can tell you. No, this was a purer type of love. Like a love between a newly romantic partnership or... The love between a married 50-year-old couple seeing out their final years on Earth together, or the love between Harry Redknapp and Nico Cranchar. Yes, a deep and pure love. And love was definitely in the air this week with Frank Lampard and his new arrival as the club agreed a deal to bring Ajax attacker Hakim Ziyech to Stamford Bridge this summer, which was obviously making headlines on all the major news sources like BBC Five Live. Frank Lampard has also been speaking today. He says he hopes new signing Hathkin Ziyech will bring creativity to the club. Oh, good. I'm really interested to hear what Frank Lampard, the Chelsea manager, has to say on this big money signing, how he fits in with the club moving forward, how he's going to integrate, what it means to the future of the football team. wonder what he's got to say. The Chelsea boss has also been telling the media about his Valentine's Day plans. It, it looked like something about Wolves against Leicester and maybe a nice takeaway and then probably um, Love Island on ITV plus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's interesting too. I suppose a takeout is a little bit like a football signing in a way. Never quite lives up to expectations. Costs you more than it probably should and usually leaves a nasty taste in the mouth. It wasn't such a love-in up at Frank's former club, Manchester City, however, who received a rather less welcoming Valentine's Day message from UEFA this week. Roses are red. Manchester City are blue. No more Champions League. And maybe down to League Two. Valentine's Day is always the worst time of year to get caught cheating, and there was certainly no love lost between the blue half of Manchester and the European governing body after the latter found the former guilty of a serious breach of financial fair play rules, slapped them with a fine of £25 million and banned them from the Champions League for two seasons. This means Manchester City will now not be winning Europe's premier competition for the next two seasons. Just like they've not won it for the last 28 years. So no real change there. I have to say it's hard to take any allegations of financial irregularities or morally questionable activities seriously when it's coming from football's European governing body though, isn't it? They haven't got the best record in that kind of department. And as Rob Norwood pointed out on Twitter... Being accused of corruption by UEFA is like getting an email from Amazon saying that they think you should be paying more tax. To be fair, Manchester City seem to have taken their fine and the ban pretty well, and there's certainly an air of positivity around the club when it comes to the expectations that they can get the ban overturned. 
Even Pep, who's made it very clear that his ambition is to win the Champions League whilst at the Etihad Stadium, has been quite chipper, promising to stay with the club even if the Football League takes inspiration from UEFA's punishment and relegates them to League Two. But I guess he should be chipper. He's been moaning so much about fixture congestion, at least he hasn't got Europe to worry about next season. The best thing about this story, however, isn't City's punishment or the glee that supporters of other teams have taken in City's punishment. It is finding out the way that Pep Guardiola says the word UEFA. If it's happened because UEFA decide that, we will accept it. Hopefully we can finish as soon as possible and UEFA can decide what uh, he sees. When I, when I wish is clarify as quick as possible. Hopefully UEFA can come as soon as possible and, and, and see what we have done and keep going, move forward. That's UEFA. UEFA. It's lovely. UEFA. Like a little biscuit or something. Maybe it's the ultimate fuck you to UEFA. I care about you so little. You are no more important to me than a sugary snack that I might eat with tea. Not even a very nice sugary snack either. Be much more respectful if you pronounced it hobnob. At least that's a decent biscuit. So with this, the one thing we all know about footballers, right, is they are not accountants. Various court cases with the Spanish inland revenue have been testament to that which is probably why it's been so amusing watching various pundits and ex-footballers up and down the land on radio and television try to explain why City are or aren't guilty as charged, depending on what colour shirt they used to wear. But in amongst all that babble was a rare, quite decent point from Jamie Carragher. I can't believe they're in the competition now. What would happen if City win this competition this season? Can you imagine people from UEFA having to give the cup in Istanbul to a Man City uh, player? They're lifting it. The first question Pep Guardiola will get asked after the game, is this a fake win? If they win it, it'll be almost be, be tainted. That is now exactly what I want to see City do this season. Beat Real Madrid, win the Champions League, and when they're presented with the trophy on the field of play, take it in turns to take a piss in the pot before throwing it on the ground, turning their backs on the dignitaries as the fans' booze drowns out the Champions League music and do the Posman. So now a lot of people have had their say. A lot of people have shared their view and the City FFP story is not going away anytime soon. Apart from Pep's, my favourite reaction of all the reactions, however, has to go to Jose Mourinho, a man who once claimed that his finest footballing achievement was finishing second to City with his Manchester United team in the 2017-18 season. And he now thinks he might be able to go one better. I, I have to ask... If the team that finished second in 2018 is going to be champion, yes or no? <laughs> that would be, would be interesting. Yep, Jose has done what Jose does best. He has made it all about him. But how magnificent would that be? Not just because that you know if City were stripped of the title, Jose Mourinho would book his own open-top bus, drive to the Etihad Stadium and rip the trophy out of the tearful hands of Pep Guardiola. But because it would be the most splendidly Spurs thing ever if the very first trophy won by Jose Mourinho as the manager of Tottenham Hotspurs was for a completely different club. Come on, City fans. Surely that would make it all worthwhile. That's your lot for today's On The Left Side. It was a quick one, just a little quickie. Uh, Make sure you click subscribe. We'll be back next week with another dose of football funny wrapping up the latest news. Short, sweet and hopefully satirical. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
On the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. 